Welcome back to DM Nastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Jote Maniac. And it's me, your other host, DM Celeste, aka Sea Witch. That was almost in a sing-song tone, which thankfully it's because today, the ballad of the battle bards. Bomb! Yeah. B words. Yeah. <laughs> I think an editor would have flagged this one too. That'll but oh man. Oh, yep. I need more coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I love boards. <laughs> so today on the forums, collectively, we created the Bardic College Lyceum Attenveld. I'm gonna be honest, that sounds fancy, but wow, I don't it really why. does. I want to yeah. hear more. So thankfully, we had Alex from the Battle Bards jump into the gym with us and talk all about bards and continue to flesh out this amazing college. And this is another one of those that honestly, if you don't want to do the work, all the work is already done for you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's oftentimes you can add your own flavor or tone, if you will. Mm, I just want to call everything lyceum that's a good word just to add to to anything to make it very intimidating and fantasy what we should do is as we write our lich phylactery train yes lich train (laughs) we could name the lich lyceum wow that's a good name Mm -hmm. ah yes the whole thing is good we could just their last name could be adenvelt as well yeah uh, listen to us just talk about the Lich Train every yes. single episode for the rest of this podcast. Okay, okay, so I think that makes that is probably going to make the Lich Train the new rotating labyrinth. Yeah, because we yeah good. we took yep. far too long. But enough of that. Let's head to the exercise already in progress. Well, I think that's smashing. As Alex pointed out, after he did a little research on the forums, this one was taken to very adamantly, I guess we would say, because just about every option available was filled out. And that's that always makes me super happy when people just jump on board, super on board, and fill out all the information possible. You know, what's surprising is, at least in my experience, Bards tends to be one of the kind of forgotten classes. That's why it was so cool to see so many people take to this. That is awesome. Go fellow Barders out there. Make your voices heard. Yes, I agree. Like either just not talked about at all or talked about in a negative light. But yeah, people, I mean, like a dozen people came together to make this Bardic College. And so we're going to share a little bit of the information here. um, And of course, add a little bit of our own afterwards. All right. Well, this college, uh, guild name, but you know, this Bardic College known as the Lyceum Attenbelt. The short description is as follows. It was originally founded by the clerics of Arwalon, and you could help me... Uh... I'll jump in there for a quick second. Thank you. So the clerics of Arquilon. Arquilon. And that was actually a deity that the forum users created together in one of the earlier DMnastics. And so if there's one thing I like more than a lot of people interacting with the DMnastics, it's a tieback to a previous one and other parts of the world of Dayaimbe. Thank you for that. So, it was meant to serve as a secular education and recruitment arm for the Order. After all, there are only so many clerics of Arquilon in the world. But there are infinite stories to be created, collected, recorded, and influenced. The college teaches not just music, but all manner of storytelling. The clerics take a hands-off approach, only making sure that the administrators are on board with the central mission of the Order. 
Do we give credit to Friar Took for this awesome description? We do. We will give him all the credit because he is the one that brought us that info. So the other thing, and I feel like this is really interesting, is that the typical quest, because, you know, I mean, the way we view college is that we just go to a class and sit there. I mean, some obviously break that mold, and this Bardic College does the same by giving its students quests to go fulfill. And so this one is called The Sounds of Dayimbe. And essentially, the idea from the forum user Athican was that the sounds of Dayimbe, if you go to a certain area and you get materials from that area and create a musical instrument, that it will actually carry those properties of that area back with it which is such an interesting concept. So the example of creating a lute made from the wood and stone of a creek through a forest and playing that somewhere else, people can actually hear the babbling of the creek and the birds chirping from that area. So essentially like adding some of that magical components that bards have into creating different items. And the other one was a drum made with the leather and iron armor abandoned on a great battlefield and a drumstick from a weapon from that battle allows you to hear the shouts and clangs from that battle. Super, super cool and virtually limitless. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I just love this idea so much. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, For idea three, and this is coming from friend Tom, that within the college, there's a building made out of warped wood. Obviously, this is done so you could get these superior acoustics from actually shaping the wood itself in a very intimate way. And within this room, there is an orchestra that plays nonstop. The room is shaped in a way that channels the music one way into various rooms of the building, and bards practice trying to improvise music that fits within this orchestra. Kind of like in real time, Uh, being accepted in the orchestra is a much sought after privilege among the bards, and they play in shifts to keep the music continuous. It kind of reminds me of like the constant torch, the ever burning torch for the Olympics, and and that kind of calls to that. Very, very, very cool. And if I may, one of my own ideas that I threw out in the game that I've been running for uh, the Orange County Gaming Group for several years is uh, I like to make sure that my players, especially in the beginning of the game, when they're really starting to dive into their classes, that They come upon the class features organically, and one of my players is a bard. And as a bard, we kind of, you know, went into some cross-classing, and he's both a bard and a dirge, so he has both the Inspire Courage and the Instill Dread. One of his missions, or one of these quests that fall into this, in order to have that ability to infuse music with such a level of emotion that it affects others, is he had to find a moment of perfect beauty for that inspiration in a moment of perfect horror for that dredge ability. And he had to then use that and really ingrain that experience into his very being so he could put that into his music as a bard and a dirge. That's awesome. I mean, and if you think about it, that could be a component of advancing as a bard inside of this college. It's, you know, I mean, how are you going to be able to play this type of music without having something that truly inspires you like the hunt for your muse almost or else you don't graduate i love it so the thing about friend tom is it's not actually a user on the forum it's someone's friend who was named tom and i thought that that was just the funniest thing and they had gotten the idea from their friend and then brought it back and posted it onto the forums so friend tom if you're listening you should make an actual account and come join the party So the other thing for a college, as you can imagine, would be a hierarchy of people within the college. This was about the only thing that didn't get 
as much love as the rest of them. Like the quest I said was one of four quests that people had completely fleshed out. There's a symbol. There's three or four really fleshed out NPCs that are in the college. Just about everything you could want for like a plug and play Bards College is ready and available for you on the forums. But what Alex and I are going to do is flesh out the hierarchy a little bit more right now. So the only one we have, though, is the lowest rank in the scribe. Essentially, before learning instruments or even to read music, the candidates for the Bardic College must learn to copy music by rote. Those who copy passively but are unable to copy a musical work note for note are relegated to the School of Craftsmen, another component of the Bardic College that was explained earlier in the post, essentially the craftsmen and those who actually produce the music and play. However, those with the excellent penmanship, recall, and visual artistic flair move on to the Hall of the Keepers and set their life's work preserving Deimbe's greatest musical works. That was brought to us by DM Dan Fielding. You know what would be neat is if within these two kind of um, uh, this separation between the craftsmen and the keepers, if the college technically sees members of each of these levels as equals, but one side kind of views the other as like, how could I put it? Like you've got one kind of sees itself as the elite and the other ones see themselves as kind of the real salt of the earth, the people who drive it forward. That's kind of some of the things that I'm seeing here. What do you think? I love that idea because it, it's one of those concepts. It just makes sense. Like, So you have the people that are the craftsmen. They're making these essentially magical, more often than not, instruments that without the bards and the keepers can't actually do anything. But then the keepers are going to assume that they're better because they're the ones actually playing the music. But the only way they can play it is because of the craftsmen. It's kind of like in Hollywood, right? You've got the writers who are the real unspoken heroes. Definitely. But the actors and the directors are the ones that get all the accolades because they're kind of the face of the project. Or in this case, it'd be the voice or the sound uh, of the music or the storytelling. Yet it's the writers who have that creative spark or the divine spark in this case, which would be really interesting to have that dichotomy play out in this college. I like it. So for the hierarchy, would we have, you were saying that there would be the different ranks, but would we have it split in two after someone becomes, you know, and transcends from a scribe? That's almost how I see it, is that it splits off into two different paths that they can take. Right. So you would have like kind of the more technical on the craftsman side. So there could be an initial entry point where everyone falls into. You're basically the freshman. You're the scribe. Mm -hmm. And this is where the college feels you out. Where do your core competencies lies? Where do your skill, where does a muse strike you? And then you go through a harrowing or a test or something or the sorting hat, whatever you <laughs> want to do. And it places you into one of these two paths. And both are, by the way, can be an adventuring path for a bard. It's just simply a different road. Again, it's like writer and director. So scribe, I think, is a great starting point before the sorting hat and then it can kind of split into these two hierarchies what do you think i like that yeah because it's like you said even the quest that as an example like that's a very important quest but that's a quest that someone in the craftsman tribe goes on not someone in the keepers like a keeper's not going to go to an area and find the right material to make into an instrument and then be able to bring that back that's just not what a keeper can do but a craftsman that's what they do they go find it, and then they transform that into the musical instrument that the keepers can then transform into 
music. The way I see it, I don't know if we have any 3.5 fans out there, but you know, there's obviously some great books, especially from some of the complete books that I could already see prestige classes going into this like Seeker of the Song sounds to me like that would be kind of on the Keeper path or Arcane Seeker, Lore Seeker, Factotum. That's very kind of Keeper-esque. And some of the traditional Bardic paths I see as very craftsmen, kind of more the salt of the earth, the ones that are playing some of these in- instruments. So I see Keepers as more spell heavy. I see craftsmen as more kind of base inspirational, actually traditional music playing. But again, that's kind of my thought as far as transcribing this into some mechanics or within a platform that we're familiar with. Definitely. And I think for the craftsman side, you could use more of the traditional terms and then may have them give that bard twist. Going from a scribe into a journeyman and then becoming an official craftsman of the guild and then a master craftsman. I was trying to think of something interesting that we could call like the top of each of these paths. Neil, I I think you just got the ranks for craftsmen. That was great. (laughs) <laughs> you got journeyman, I think, fits really, really well. I think you nailed that spot on. Yep. So then, yeah, so then craftsman can be kind of like you've become an adult, you're now a full fledged member. And then there's like the council level, the high level craftsman, mm. which maybe then we can give kind of more austere title. But I think that works, man. I think you yeah. kind of you, you stumbled on it right there really well. Yeah, I love the idea of a council. That seems like a very craftsman guild type thing. And I could see, okay, so if we're, okay, working with that, if we do that. So like Note Shaper or something that kind of gives it us here. You know what? And and yes, I am the audio director for Battle Bards, but embarrassingly enough, I have not taken a single course in music or sound design, which is terrible, which <laughs> we really need an actual person in sound design that can give us all these austeric musical terms and I don't know any of them. So I'm just going to be relying on my gaming expertise. Nice. But yeah, yeah, the council is an interesting idea for the craftsmen. And I think that the opposing side, there should just be one person. Hmm. So for the craftsmen, there would be a council at the head of it. But the the keepers, because of that kind of almost that egotistical approach, that there should just be one person in charge. I like it. Yeah. So that's more like the dictatorship. That's like, no, this is how it's going to happen. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Now you've got this like autocracy versus like a republic or a democracy. That is a neat way to really kind of play on the schism between these two hierarchies. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw this at you and see what you come up with it. What long lived race would we say is in charge of the keepers? Because I feel like that's that's going to happen. It's like this dude has been sitting at the head of the keepers for a hundred years. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm going to knee jerk to Elf just because for their artistic flair, their long lived lives, yep. there's high okay. amount of individuality. But a gnome could be a very interesting choice here. You know, obviously, they have a very strong artistic flair in a wide variety of pursuits, which lends itself to the college. As we read in the description, this isn't just a place for music. This is a place for storytelling and a lot of these performing arts. So gnome, where they they kind of master a lot of different areas, could be a very interesting piece. And I think gnome, to, to create a hierarchy that kind of lends itself to a little bit of egotism, a little bit of, I don't want to say malice, but it's kind of severe. A gnome's an interesting piece for that because you don't think of a gnome according to that. So that might be another choice. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. I I like the idea then also of having a gnome that's in charge and an elf that's like waiting. Like I got the time. Just second in second in command for the keepers and just waiting for that opportunity to try and step in once the gnome is out. 
Interesting. Maybe even a little bit of intrigue there. A little yeah. bit of subterfuge. Huh. I like it. That works. Man, we're going to have to come up with these. Uh, we're going to have to flesh out these NPCs, man. Done. Let's take one of them. Which one do we want to take? Do we want to take the gnome and flesh out that one? Or do we want to take the elf second in command? Let's start with the gnome because I'm really intrigued by this guy now. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to do the gnome. and uh, We'll take the hardest part first. What do we want to name this gnome? Uh, well, and, and with gnomes traditionally having six to eight names, some in which they get for themselves, family, clan. Oh boy, that's a good one. I want to say like Gold Note Birdsong, something kind of gnomish calling to nature, calling to artificing. How about um, Travis Gold Note Chord Shaper? What was the first name? Travis Gold Note Chord Shaper. Done. Travis <laughs> Gold Note Chord Shaper is the master of the keepers. All right. So then what are we going to do? What are some other fun questions? So how did Travis get into being a bard in the first place? Uh, Travis was born to a very uh, technocratic artificing clan hold up in the hills, but he just found himself strolling through some of the wooded hillsides in his younger years and fell in love with the music and sound of nature himself. And as a young age, as he came to mimic some of the songs by some of the, uh, you know, the, the local birds in the area, he found that this either instilled some courage or some acumen within his fellow gnomes. And he found, he, he stepped upon this magic of the spoken word and of the musical note. I like it. Yep. Just inspired by nature. I mean, it's it's true. Done. I love it. So how did his clan react to that? So here he is. He's like, no, you need to start working on a better backhoe or on a better water clock. But stop wasting your time out in the garden. Stop wasting your time out in the forest. I want to say that the clan tried placating the idea of making sure that there was almost like this balance of work and play to try and keep Travis inside the guild, but it was always, it was never enough. They were ne never allowing Travis to do enough of what he wanted in terms of being a bard. And eventually he just gave up and knew about the Bardic College. Do we want to see? Yeah, I want to say it existed before Travis was there. there. And just the other idea I have is that Travis would just worked hard and didn't try and undercut, didn't try and stab, stab in the back anybody to get ahead. Just hard work and just a passion for the music is what finally put Travis in the seat of the Master of the Keepers. And the way I see it, when he first comes upon this college, which already has a gilded history, he discovered that music did indeed come naturally to gnomes. And he met a lot of his kinfolk who had accepted him with open arms, something that he never truly experienced in his clan, which was devoted to a very specific pursuit of gnome kind. And for the first time in his life, he truly felt at home and actually discovering that he was not indeed unusual, but although unusually gifted, he did find that, yes, this was a very natural and life-fulfilling pursuit for one of his kind. So it is that Travis... Gold Note Chord Shaper became to be in the world of Dayimbe. Who did it? Wait. Consider the mental weights lifted by Al. Did you 
enjoy listening to this episode of Diamnastics, then you should leave us a rating and review, or even better yet, tell everyone you know about this podcast. We are always looking to get new listeners, and you putting the word out there really, really helps uh, grow the show. And if anything, write a song. We're getting closer and closer to Christmas, and you could just carol from door to door and tell uh, them about yes. the, the good news of DMNAS. The good word. Spread the good word. Yes. And of course, if you wanted to tell us how you like this, you could always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. And of course, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at dmnastics, uh, Neil at Jotmoniak, and me at C. Conowich. And, and forever. Oh. Oh, that's right. No, that's my fault. I was so excited to talk about bards on this bard episode. I cut you off. Ah, and for everything else on the network, make sure to head on over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. See all the other awesome shows uh, in our network. And of course, we want to send a huge thank you to bards all over the world, but specifically the bards from Bombarded Cast because, well, or just Bombarded. It is a cast and you could add .com and you could find them. But for the intro and outro music that you heard and they are awesome and you should tag them too. go tag them for whatever reason. And with that, wait, yes, because yes. I brought it in <laughs> with so that. Close. We'll turn out the lights <laughs> and head out of the gym. But before we go, I want to implore you, the listener, to join up on the forums, the discord, Twitter, anywhere you can find us and take part in these challenges, exercises and other amazing conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift?